0: these policies, in
1: many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call
0: it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sleeping with the Elephant podcast. It is, shoot, it is July 6th. 2013, and I have no idea what episode number this is at I, all.
0: I think it's 21.
1: So is it 20? Tw- no, we need to it celebrate more than that with beers. Uh, do we have beer? Not here currently. That totally defeats the purpose, dude.
0: Uh, we this
1: is a this is a podcast for all ages. I'm just saying. Afterwards, folks, we are coming to you live. <laughs> in case that wasn't <laughs> yeah. incredibly obvious right now, we are coming to you live from the beautiful Snowbird Resort in Utah. I don't know exactly the technical name of the city, but hey, we're in the mountains, so the air's a little bit thinner, and this is the first time that Mr. Ryan Murphy has traveled in these United States.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: has. I, I'm not sighing
0: because it's been a difficult process, I'm sighing because it's been a long couple days. Like, this is uh, day two of Um Which is why we
1: are here, just in case that wasn't incredibly oh, clear right. to all
0: of our listeners. Yeah, we're big Frog Pants people. Well, I mean, like, not to break the fourth wall here or anything, but Paul is an intern with the Frog Pants Network Mm -hmm. and has been running around like crazy doing awesome stuff for the event, and, you know, he won't say it, but I will. Thank you for all the good work you've done. (laughs) Thanks.
1: I am excellent at getting people water and (laughs) finding and saying, hey... And then them not understanding what it is that I'm trying to communicate, and then going to talk to the person directly anyway. That is where I sit. I am the communicator. But
0: you're there when they
1: need you. I try to be. Yeah, except for right
0: now. I try to be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except right now, where (laughs) I
1: am completely secluded. And they couldn't find me if they tried. Yeah. So... If you, sorry if that's the case. Well, if, if, you're if you're listening. Listening to this in the future and you were wondering where I was, I was in my hotel room. Yeah. Recording a podcast.
0: But we should mention, I, if you look to our left, you'll see a wonderful mountain. Your
1: left. My right.
0: Right. Sorry. <laughs> and and the podcasters, depending on where you live, um, I'm not even going to try to figure that one out. Um, but it's a giant mountain. It is beautiful. We didn't go up that one.
1: We went up. The other one. Mm-hmm. It was great. And we don't have mountains right So we're now. in a bit of a crevasse. <laughs> yeah. So mountains are on both sides.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and the roads got I was just about to say, if those mountains had some
1: sort of landslide,
0: we'd be, be right bad. in the middle. I know. Um but
1: And yeah. not only that, we'd be trapped.
0: Yeah well, that's happened twice already. <laughs> I the, know. the roads uh, the roads
1: got closed, so And it got Lord of the Flies here pretty quickly.
0: Well yeah, that's because not sure. it's Well no, it is because the, the, the like no offense to Snowbird where we are, but they were—they had staff sort of like stuck on both sides of the closure. So they had staff that weren't supposed to work, but were stuck here. And they had staff who were supposed to work, but stuck on the other yeah.
1: side. Yeah. Um, but so far, it's been great. Yeah. It's been a good time. And you and I are looking at each other. Like, really. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is weird. Usually in, it, it, in Skype,
0: we just, we just stare at each other's profile pictures. That's but true. But now we get it like... I could actually look at Paul, and he's making a weird face at me because I'm saying I'm looking at him. Um, I've just sort of been trying to focus on the levels. Um, <laughs> How are the levels? The levels are fine. Okay. The, the, this is our f- first live podcast. It's true. For myself, like, for the weekend as well. I brought the microphone through customs. They did not think it was a bomb, thank thank the gods. Well, uh, look at it. America. That thing goes through the, the scanner. It's a, it, for those... Who can't Wait, see Wait, right what do you
1: mean it went through the scanner? What scanner?
0: Well, it was in the check baggage, so I assume it went through some sort of bomb detector. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not a bomb detector, but an X-ray. And, yeah. like, if you look at this thing, like, the profile of it when it's... It's a microphone.
1: It's, but when it's sandwiched it's obviously together... obviously a microphone.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're, like,
1: more suspicious than Americans, man.
0: I'm, I've been here too long, man. <laughs> Starting to catch the, the... All right. The NASA... No, not All right. NASA. All right. So we
1: should... We should... Are you serious right now? The altitude. The NASA. The the altitude. God. It's the altitude. Okay. Do you know what NASA is?
0: Yeah, the National
1: Assembly Space Asylum. I don't know. I'll let that sit where it is. You could have just said the space people and I would have been fine. Well, the A's don't make sense. Do you know what the NSA is? The National Security Association, but they do security agency agency. Yes, (laughs) all right, whatever, whatever. I just had to get that out of the way. So, Ryan, Hmm. you are now in these United States. We are. Do you want to go back to Canada? (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, I do.
1: I miss Canada. I miss um, you, if, if, Tim do, Hortons. Do you take comfort in the fact that if you get hurt here, you are going to pay a lot of money? Well, see,
0: that's the funny thing is, I'm fully covered here. Like, I got travels travelers insurance, and I'm I'm set. I mean, I have I have like in my travelers insurance like coverage so that if I were to die in a horrible landslide or, or fall down the mountain. Um, they would play pay for the airfare for my family to come out, get the body, and bring it back to Canada. So,
1: as morbid as as that is, uh, I stupid. find it shocking that that's a, an available
0: option. Oh, it's all there. It's uh, <laughs> it really depends on what sort of coverage you get, but um, no, uh, I have heard horror stories where people do not get the fourteen ninety five travelers insurance, and then you know they're stuck here with a fifty thousand dollars broken arm. Um, and no one likes broken arms, Paul. Well, no one? No one. Maybe Johnny Knoxville. But um, it, it's been pretty safe. I don't think anyone's sort of had any issues. So That's what they all say in the beginning. It's day two. <laughs> and, and I think and no one's complained. There's been a lot of street passing going on. No,
1: okay. So what is your, what has your overall American experience been like, bearing in mind that the metric is Utah?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, no negative... Issues except for when we were in uh, cus- going through customs in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley and I live in the same house, uh, but we are not married. So when we were going through security, they said, "If you live at the same address, fill out one customs form." Great. So we did, and then we get through to customs, and we get this like obviously American, very like a U.S. customs officer, and he's just not happy. And he says do you are you both are you two married and he's like I'm like N- well no we're common law and we live in the same place and he's like you're gonna need to fill two of these out and he sent us back and Ashley like questions him and says <laughs> they said we only had to fill out one so I think you're wrong I'm like you do not know customs <laughs> we're wrong and then he didn't stamp my passport so I thought I was gonna put into like some private screening room where I take my pants off or something but <laughs> horror story man but no- nothing bad happened um on the way up to Snowbird, we had a, a very talkative shuttle uh, person oh. who I should have recorded because it was basically this podcast, <laughs> but from an American point of view, he, he started off uh, with a conversation of what he would do if he was president and how he likes to get into the country to forget about all the problems with your country. All right. Um and how it's in a financial crisis, there's not enough jobs, and you know he thanks Obama, yeah, he said that a few times um, <laughs> the thing the difference being is that he was not saying it ironically no he was he was uh he never actually mentioned Obama by name, but he was pretty adamant that Obama was the like not doing so hot, and I'm just like, you know what we uh we don't have that opinion up here in Canada. We think you guys are doing great, I guess, but <laughs> We,
1: it's been a it's been a while since we've had a president that's been truly beloved. Uh, okay, who was the last one? See, I'm gonna get in trouble no matter what I say. Like, regardless, Nobody to- listens to this. <laughs> uh, it depends on what metric you're gauging that. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of economic prosperity, Clinton was the president when we like when our economy just took off. But I mean. Of course, he had... You had the whole impeachment thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there are plenty of people who thought he was the worst thing ever. And then, of course, on the other side of it, you have Ronald Reagan, who everybody freaking loved. And still loved. It's like their Republican idol. Mm-hmm. And they love him to this day. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's hard. It, there are always going to be people that hate the president. So, but more importantly... What it was it that this gentleman had to say, and what was it that he would change if he were president? Like, um, did you like? Was this an actual conversation? He was talking at us okay. at, a, at a certain point because um, <laughs> I... not knowing that you were not even from this country.
0: Oh, well, he knew we were from Canada. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. He, um, I actually apologized to the people who were in the vehicle with us, right? Because, because you're Canadian. No. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I, I thought it more from the side that I had set, I had been egging him on, like sort of asking him, continually asking him questions. But at a certain point, it didn't matter if I didn't ask him a question to like, continue, because he'd just be like, and then this. And of course, I have an opinion, so there's this. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. But, uh, y- you know, he. Um, Oh. He, he 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 talked a lot about economical, uh, you know, stability and how he would, you know, take money from the rich and give it to the poor and create more of a, you know, stabilization. That is
1: not an, a, okay. Get, no, sorry. Go on.
0: Create more of a stabilization in terms of like giving more money to people. Um, uh, he. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One thing that really resonated with me that I just popped into my head was he said, um, "Anybody who is employing illegal." Aliens, So, uh, immigrants, I guess, is what they call them, right?
1: Um, I, well, illegal aliens or immigrants, whatever.
0: Illegal aliens never really... Every time I heard that, I was like, the what, like the little green dudes? Or like...
1: Uh, it's Where does the, that come from? It's because... Uh,
0: is it derogatory to say aliens?
1: Um, it feels like it is. I don't know. Th- no. I don't know that I'd call it derogatory. Mm-hmm. It never took on, like, a heavy meaning. But, I so, mean, I think it was just... I, I don't even know where the term came from other than the fact that I think people just wanted to make uh, to have a further a further distinction between people mm. but, which is nonsense but whatever it, it, it feels like but, it, they an illegal, tried, uh, a, but an illegal immigrant and an illegal alien are exactly, they're referring to the exact same, the thing. same thing
0: they're the same thing he had suggested punishing the employers uh, for doing that because you're taking sure. jobs away from America and that makes complete Sense to me, but like you need to let those people into the country, right?
1: Legal. Well, okay. What are you talking about? Well,
0: do, are you talking about illegal? Do illegal immigrants like completely and utterly a hundred percent hurt the country, or do they have some that, benefit?
1: That is up for some debate. Mm-hmm. I would say that they obviously they do have some benefits. They do serve functions, like they do. They are employed, mm-hmm. and it is. To let's be honest, well, let's be clear. It is illegal for employers to employ Im- immigrants who cannot produce proper documentation. Right. So that, in and of itself, is illegal. So he's, I mean, the what he's complaining about is already in place. It, at that point, it's a matter of enforcement. So, yeah, yes, but no, I don't. Th- th- it's, I, I mean, I live in L.A. You could throw a stick and you would hit somebody who didn't get here the right right way.
0: Paul is not necessarily endorsing hitting illegal immigrants with sticks. Let's just put that out there.
1: I'm saying that hitting random people with sticks, eventually you're going to hit one. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Dodge that bullet. Um, (laughs) No, right?
0: uh, I don't know if we have that issue in Canada, but I could be wrong. Immigration? Well, illegal immigration. Well, okay. We've taken a lot – like I know we've taken a lot of refugees – um, into Canada and, and refugees from where? I don't know. It's just, that happens, right? I don't know. I don't watch the news. <laughs> this is, I shouldn't be admitting this stuff cause that should be like a prerequisite for the show.
1: Um, no. Okay. Well, part of the problem, part of the issue is that people don't have a real good way of entering the country in the first place legally. It, it's a very very drawn out process at least from i not that I've experienced this personally, but I know of plenty of people who have done it or you have tried to write to. a
0: citizenship test right
1: there's a well it's more than that you have to like and they have to vet you mm. like you like, especially now it's gotten it has gotten so much worse since nine eleven it has gotten like just ridiculously difficult to get into the country legally and it's a i mean it's a I've heard this taking a decade long process. I mean, what? you can... You can... I know plenty of people who... I work with plenty of folks who are not citizens of the country at all. They But they do work here. They have a work visa, right? Yeah, they okay. have a work visa. So, yeah, it depends on what kind of immigration you're talking about. Because technically, they're not immigrants. They're just people who work here. Uh, or go okay. to school here, for that matter.
0: So, it is... Would it be beneficial to the country to relax and allow more people to become American citizens? Or is there some sort of protection over becoming an American citizen? Because I know when you become a Canadian there a citizen... There's a lot of stuff
1: there. There's a point of pride, for one. Right. Like, hey, I'm an American. I get to do shit.
0: But isn't the point of, of being an American, like, being free and all that liberty yeah, and yeah, stuff... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, like not you only wanna that... people, you want more people to be like that, right? Like, sure. I know, in Canada, it's, it's, okay, it's the a reason, celebrated thing. The
1: reason that people are complaining that that illegal immigration takes jobs is because they will work for almost nothing. So, and in doing so they can, in working for almost nothing, they are, I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Okay. So in, in working in, in working for almost nothing, they are filling a gap that would have otherwise been more difficult to fill. So employers are benefited by these by illegal, illegal immigrants coming to work for them because they don't have to pay them as much.
0: Well, well basically, you're not crossing a line here. You're, you're, you need to blame the employers. Like They're just not offering enough money for the job. Right? I mean, yeah, but... And that's the reason why the job is hard to fill?
1: Uh, yeah, so, and it's... I mean, now I'm saying, let's be honest, it's a shitty job like i mean if you're a farmer in agriculture it's a shitty job like you don't it you're it that's hard work no,
0: i mean not like you know what i, I was grew di- up-
1: i was a dishwasher for 3 months i'll never go back
0: well yeah <laughs> but
1: i i mean you like a
0: dishwasher is probably a better example but um uh, some people enjoy, uh, you know, being a dishwasher because you're back in the kitchen. Sure, with, with the I'm coat. not saying yeah. I'm, and I'm I'm helping you here. I just, <laughs> like my brother is is a dishwasher and he enjoys it because he gets to just hang out all day and all he has to do is is just make sure the dishes are clean, right? So he's a slacker. Um, well, I mean, the dishes are always clean, so <laughs> you know, I don't. I I go in there and do the test. Yeah, it's clean, man. I'll eat off that. Um, but, uh, a farmer specific, like I grew up in, in farm country and, uh, the people who do that, it's not, it, I mean, I guess literally it's a shitty job because at some points you are shoveling shit, but they love being a farmer.
1: Farmer. Okay. We, Farmers need, again, a bad we need to make a distinction here. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about your typical idea of what you think of a farm. I'm um. talking about industrial agriculture. Uh, oh. This is, this is people rolling through fields by hand, picking up like fruit. That's oh. what they do. Okay. And, I mean, it's just... It, and they have to pick out the bad ones, et cetera, et cetera. And granted, I'm not saying that it's... I'm, I'm not saying that it's a job that we don't need. We absol- Obviously, we absolutely need it. I'm saying that I would not want to do that, and most people don't want to do it either. So if you're desperate enough, you absolutely will do it if, you need, if that's your only source of... your only way to make any money. Mm. Okay. And, I mean, that's... A, and stereotypically, that's where at least at least Mexicans in uh, California, stereotypically that's where they would go.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get away for your sake (laughs) from (laughs) the illegal alien stuff, but uh, um, another thing that I'm experiencing is just, uh, you're right, Salt Lake City is probably, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah area, is not the best example of experiencing American culture because it is a very nice place. Nice people. This is
1: not I, what I would call a melting pot of culture.
0: Yeah, like if you're going to experience America, like, you know, New York City, I guess, would be like your spot. Sure, right? any
1: major urban area is going to have a lot of variations. Right. And I mean, okay. And again, I'm not saying that Utah is bad or this culture is bad. I'm saying that the typical American. And see, I don't even. I can't even say that. Americans are naturally sort of. People call it a melting pot it's just all this hodgepodge of everybody coming in here and like seeing what turns up. So places like New York or places like Los Angeles, they will kind of lend itself to that same idea because those places are urban areas. There's more people there. It's, you know, you can go like, that's the thing about LA. If you ever go there, I'll show you around. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) you never know. (laughs) Right. So from block to block, the scenery can change dramatically. Like you can, you can go from Koreatown to downtown and in like two blocks. Right. It's, it it just, and that's the way it is. And a lot of, and a lot of this is based on uh, families who are living here now and their family members who are still in their, wherever their native country is Mm -hmm. are still there and they want to come here. Like that's what Glendale, Glendale is primarily Armenian. At least that's the, predominant uh, Mm -hmm. culture that isn't caucasian
0: well i mean you're basically describing toronto i mean toronto is the biggest multicultural city in canada
1: how is that Uh, possible
0: there is every like sort of like um i know there's a a chinatown and there's a japan town and a korea town and like a whole bunch of these little towns i I've, I've never really understood the concept of it, but it's it's basically like describing a section of the city right as as like what is the primary culture there but it is a highly multicultural city and I guess if if but I mean I would never suggest Toronto if you wanted to experience Canada just like I probably wouldn't suggest Los Angeles to experience the states It sounds like you should go to like Washington D.C. To, to see no, well, the states, right? Because you're going to get like the par- you would the, definitely get also, the
1: political aspect.
0: Well, I mean that's like, that's the thing. Like I would maybe suggest like for us, like if you're looking for a big city, Ottawa. If you're looking for a smaller city, Kingston, because those are the two sort of areas in Ontario where um, you have your older buildings and your your culture and also your politics, right? Ottawa, of course, being the capital of Canada. And Kingston being I didn't know I didn't know that was the case. You didn't? What did no. you think the capital was?
1: If if you had put me on the spot I would have said Toronto. Ah. <laughs> but I mean shit, that happens all the time. Dude, like, you're describing it's yeah. like yeah. Go ahead. You're describing
0: <laughs> one of the one of the biggest misconceptions about Canada and that is that Toronto is is the capital, right?
1: People screw up capitals all the time. Well, I,
0: <laughs> it's it's easy. I mean, like, you know, it's really easy to screw up capitals and uh but, like, Ottawa is just a great place to go to see um, sort of, like, your older sort of cultural Canadian buildings so, and stuff.
1: Like I, I, in a way, I feel like I haven't fully experienced America because I haven't been to a real, I mean, a lot of important states. Like, D.C., for example. I've never been. Okay. I've been to Texas, I think, like, in order to get part of the American experience you should really go to Texas and even my Texas experience like I spent the majority of my time when I was in Texas in Austin and I don't know if you know anything about Austin but it is completely the opposite of Texas proper Mm. like it's the only it's the only district that voted for Obama for example just to give you an idea like they have their pride parade there all that kind of stuff so it's a much more it's a much more you could call it progressive it's much more progressive like in Austin specifically okay but the rest of Texas and forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard the stories. Yeah. So, I mean, i never been, like, Florida. i never been to Florida. I feel like that is, I feel like that would be important. Ohio. Ohio, like, everybody's, everyone, every single election, everybody always cares about Ohio. Yeah. It's boggling to me. And the only the only reason that is, Ryan, is because it's a swing state.
0: That's what I was just about to say. I've heard that term before. I mean, I watched... Meaning,
1: you know what that term means, right?
0: Well, I mean, they go, they're like practically, what, 50-50 red and blue kind of thing? Essentially, yeah.
1: So, that's why you see all of these presidents, or the candidates, you know, uh, tour so hard in specific states, is because, you know, Obama, he did spend some time in California, Mm -hmm. but there's no point. California, as a state, is going to end up voting for the Democratic candidate. That will always be the way it is. Mm. Unless something crazy happens, but...
0: I mean, the Republican isn't as Republican is basically how that'll work out if they were to go Republican.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's the same reason that Mitt Romney hasn't spend a lot of time here either. Yeah. Like, it's just not—it's not—it's not the fighting ground. The fighting ground is in very specific states, and in a lot of ways that sucks for everybody else yeah. is because they—they f- they feel, you know, they feel like their vote doesn't really count, and it, <laughs> they have good reason. Especially after two elections ago, they—they have good reason to feel that way.
0: Well, and that's so wrong. It's, that, it's like that in Canada as well where there is this term where it's like you're throwing your vote away by voting against the popular candidate. And it's annoying specifically for myself because where I come from, the specific city of, and region of Peterborough, Ontario, we have a conservative um, person who gets in and nobody likes him except for all the people who vote. Yeah. So the people who complain about him are the people who's like, oh I didn't
1: you know vote. So because it's a waste of a vote, it's like dude,
0: just <laughs> go vote
1: and then so, you know. Okay, what's your what's your voting count like? What's your percentage of voters like out of your population? How many people vote?
0: I don't know, but I remember them saying it was like a new record with the last federal Higher election. Higher High. High. A new high record. Okay. Basically because... Give me a number. Just something. uh, I don't know. Maybe... I I would uh, maybe peg it in the 40% range. Maybe 43 is... It was two years ago, or... Ours is pretty pathetic. Yeah. It's like 20. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, you guys vote for American Idol more than you vote for your president. Yeah, that's...
1: You're absolutely right. I'm not joking. I know. I
0: I remember hearing that during the last election. And you know what? We're going to be having an election in look at my watch I know it's it's in 15 minutes but yeah and the funny thing is I mean for those listening to the show thinking great we're going to have to hear about the political train in Canada for two years it's 90 days before the election that's all they get for for the train. That is a
1: fantastic rule. Isn't it? I love that rule like you have no idea how much that is awesome.
0: The best part about that rule there's a cap on how much you can spend on promoting yourself as a candidate
1: Okay, a, a cap, like a hard number? Like, a
0: hard number. I, I, I believe it's under 100000 Of your own money, I think you can take donations, because I remember that being an issue before. I
1: was before. say, $100,000. You couldn't even make a television commercial with that.
0: I'm probably wrong. I apologize, <laughs> Canadians who are politically inclined. I mean, you're more than welcome to write in and correct me. And Absolutely. To be honest, to I'll, I'm going to say I'm going to go to Wikipedia and check it out. Maybe I'll have that for the next episode. But there is a cap, uh, and I know there has been scandals in the past where people overspend or try to hide their overspending. Um, it's
1: amazing to me that we don't, like, okay, so has anyone ever, like, is the cap broad spectrum? Like, you said that they could take donations from people. Is there a cap on that as well?
0: I don't know. Okay. Um, you know what? This is all, I'm going to stop myself because this is all really good information that we could, <laughs> we could use on the show. I'll make a note and on the next episode we can, we can talk about that yeah <laughs> but uh before we end off here, because we're going to have to head out, I brought something from Canada for you. Really? I did. Just oh, tell crap. you, because you can remember Canada. Oh, my gosh. There you go.
1: <laughs> Ryan has handed me a little tiny stuffed moose with a... It's a moose, right? Yes, that okay. is a moose. <laughs> and he has a little Canadian flag on his chest. Aww.
0: And I figured once you get done playing with it, you could you could uh, hand it off to, the, the, little to one. the little one. He would love this. Yeah, I, it, it should be suitable for young children. It's um, just...
1: Ryan, it says right here on the back, not suitable for children under three. What? Give me that.
0: <laughs> Why? What What small parts could they choke on? Everything's attached.
1: No, No, dude. Don't worry about it. I don't know. You're I don't, good. You're I don't good. have kids. You're Maybe
0: <laughs> save it. Put it in a safe. Give it to him on his third birthday. Um, but no. That's, like,
1: that's very nice of you. Thank you.
0: I mean, the price tag's on <laughs> it. No. Just a small
1: souvenir. Y- yeah. What's the... What's what's a mini what's a kalin? Well maybe it isn't a moose. What is that? Let's see. It's it yeah. I'm trying to name I'm trying to Cuddle cuddle.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> okay, so it's a mini Canada cuddle. Calin du Canada Oh, it's, it's French. French. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. My bad. That could what not the have asterisk over that... the A was <laughs> That is called an ex so uh Oh, God. Or no, it's not. Shit. Sorry, French listeners. You don't listeners. know what it is? It's a hat in English, is what we called it, but it's not an ex or an ex grave That's this. It's, you need uh, to
1: stop speaking French on this podcast.
0: You know what? Because you think I'm speaking French, but all our French listeners are like, shut up. You're <laughs> pr- mispronouncing everything. <laughs> Trying too hard.
1: That's awesome, though. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm having a blast here, and the States, it's all good. The One final thing, sure.
1: I've had a lot of beers here. Oh, great. And they're great. great. No problems. Uh, no. I, I've heard that like there's a stereotype, and I had no idea this existed. Mm. There's a stereotype that uh, Canadians uh, don't appreciate the American beer because of the low alcohol content. You know
0: what? Um it's, I've learned this because uh, uh, Joel Duggan's a big deer, uh, deer he's a big beer guy okay. I'm sure he likes deer too um, but he's got me drinking the, the uh, micro brew beers and basically the complaint stereotype we were talking about is the domestic stuff so like a Budweiser in, in, in the states is not equal alcohol content in Canada right. so it's like 5% up where we are and it's watered down here like 3% um, and I, again, I could be wrong, but I think that's where the stereotype comes from. Okay. And uh, well, I'm
1: glad you're enjoying our beer.
0: I'm enjoying a lot of things, including the American portions. It's 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 good. Everything's buffet here. Oh yeah. Big giant burger that I had to unhinge my jaw to get down to. It was it was fantastic. Good dude. But I'm enjoying myself, and Nortacular is is a fantastic event, and I encourage all Canadians, Americans, and whatevers to come on down. You know.
1: Thanks, man. Ringing endorsement.
0: Well, I mean, and, and you know what? I'm trying to com- I'll talk to Scott about having a, a, a Nurtacular Canada edition on the boulevard of Toronto and Montreal Street. And,
1: uh, I'm sure that would be the first thing on his mind.
0: Well, and you know what? <laughs> he talks so much about that street, I just think he would love to have an event on... <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but uh, it is funny because I am an hour outside of Toronto, so uh, whenever I talk to him about that a couple times today it's like yeah your joke totally works because I can see literally Toronto from where <laughs> I am which isn't true cool um, well yeah. folks
1: yeah yeah. our Twitters are R. Murphy and Paul Switter and P. Swickard uh, you know we love the feedback info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com I love any I love any feedback that you guys have for us whether you know tell us we suck I don't care just, yeah, I guess, I guess if it's constructive, you know, we suck probably isn't that constructive. Well,
0: I mean, if you just say we suck, we're going to ignore you because we can't build right. on that. It's like, well, we can't stop sucking if you don't tell us why we suck. <laughs> Was it the French thing? Because I
1: could stop I, talking I know. French. I and, and, Like, okay, if you just say we suck, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say, yes, I know. We're terrible. I can't believe they let us do
0: this. Yeah, because you're the one who takes feedback like that and, and starts getting depressed. Like, what, did we switch roles or something? I've just been I don't in a, get depressed. It was just, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> if someone were to say we suck, I'd take it all personally. And you'd be like, dude, it's just some asshole.
1: It is some asshole. You know what? You guys are, I'm not calling our listeners asshole. All right, we're done. Yeah. If not, thanks for listening. All right, bye, everybody.
0: Test. Say something, Paul.
1: Test. This is Mr. Paul something or other. I'm recording, so whenever you're ready. Have you split the file? There's no splitting. You should split the file. It's part of the process. All right. You're already screwing this up. Split.
0: That was so much fun. How do I stop this?